Jenny Bristow, and I'm the CEO and founder of Hetty & Hop, a healthcare marketing agency based in the Midwest. We started the We Are Marketing Happy podcast because of our passion for improving patients' access to care and understanding the innovations and shifts in the healthcare industry are key to making that happen. Please follow, share, and let us know what topics you'd like for us to cover next. Enjoy. Hey, friends. Welcome to this week's episode of We Are Marketing Happy, a healthcare marketing podcast. I'm Jenny Bristow, and I'm so excited to have with me today Susie Schmidt. She is a senior digital producer here at Hetty and & Half, and I'm so excited to have her on today. We're going to be diving in and talking about search engine optimization and Google My Business or Google Places through the lens of healthcare and all of our healthcare providers we work with. So Susie, to start out, I'd love to have you provide a little bit of context and understanding. We have a lot of providers, hospital systems, et cetera, that come to us and they're trying to understand how much energy or effort they should put into search engine optimization. So can you give us some context about where it lies and kind of the value for patients that SEO provides? For sure. So SEO for healthcare provides a really unique opportunity because it lets providers meet their prospective patients where they're searching on the internet. So whether or not that's something that the provider would call that service or it's something that might be a little mislabeled, um, it's Uh a great way for everybody to get connected for providing the services they need. Yeah, let's talk about that phrase a little bit, um, whether it's something that is mislabeled. We had a client a couple of years ago, and they had a policy where within their hospital system, the department lead had to approve all website content changes that were pushed live. And I will never forget the head of cardiology being so mad that we were using the phrase heart health and heart doctor. He was so angry. He was like, that's not what it's called. It's cardiology. Well, maybe to you, doctor, (laughs) but to an average patient, um, we have to really understand the keywords that they're using. So what process do you go through when we start working with a provider? And let's say they have a couple of specific service lines they want to promote. What's a process that you would go through to help them understand what patients are actually searching? So we always start with keyword research, which is where we start with the seed keywords that the provider gives us. And then from there, we find all of the other different versions and variations that the actual patients are searching. And a lot of times they are not what the doctors would describe them as. (laughs) But it's really important because this, these are people who are searching for care and they're searching for what they know. And it's especially, it's more prominent with patients who need care the most. Since sure. a lot of the communities that have less access to care, they also tend to have a lower level of health literacy. Yeah. So in a lot of situations, we need to meet them with what they're searching and serve them the proper results and kind of help educate them along the way. Yeah, that's an excellent point. I mean, one thing that we've worked with a lot of clients on, for example, is really understanding the difference between desktop optimization versus mobile optimization when it comes to site speed. And that's something I know we talk a lot about content whenever we're thinking about SEO, but site architecture changes are really where you and your team spend a lot of time. So let's talk about that a little bit. If you're thinking about, you know, those most fragile communities, those that really need access to care, where should mobile optimization be as far as prioritization? Yeah. So another huge part of this is within Google My Business, because a lot of these people, one, they either don't have a computer, so they only have access to cell phones. And we're seeing a huge increase in zero click conversions. So people who never leave the search engine results page, 
So they're seeing that listing, they're getting their information from that business listing, and they're making the call from there. These are people that generally don't have as much time as they would like to do the research. So they're gathering what they can from that search engine results page and making a call there. Yeah. And that is an element of search engine optimization that a lot of the clients don't think about before they come to us is that map listing. And for people that are you know, not familiar with what we're talking about. Whenever you do a search that is local, Google often tries to show a map and has local provider listings or local restaurant listings or whatever it may have on the map that then you can click to it and it expands in a little knowledge uh, info panel. And then it lists a little bit of key information about that provider. So, uh, so many different questions and so many different things that we can talk about here. How does a business optimize for Google My Business? It's not the same as optimizing for a website, right? No, it's not. Uh, It's actually, I would say, easier to optimize your Google listing than it is your website. Uh, It's a lot more cut and dry. Uh, Google really does have a a simple way of guiding you through the process. And really, the more information you provide, the better. You can get as granular as showing which insurance providers you accept and whether or not your facility is accessible, whether or not you offer telehealth appointments, all from the search engine results page. And it's a proprietary Google product, which means that you're doing exactly what Google wants you to do, which is so rare in the SEO world to know exactly what you need to do and then be able to execute. Yeah, it's definitely for clients and people that are trying to show the exact return on investment whenever they're talking about SEO activities. That is an area that's good to focus on. Explain what zero-click conversions, what that phrase means for people that haven't heard it before. Sure. So if you've ever done anything where you search for a service, and then you see an appropriate business pop up and you click the phone number directly from Google, that's a zero-click conversion. It means that that customer never made it to your website. So you really need to think about your Google profile as a almost a mini version of your website because a lot of people are going to get all of their information just from there. Yep, that's an excellent point. Let's talk about some information that you can upload because clearly address phone number. You made a great point about uh, insurances that you accept and accessibility. Some things that we run into that I think clients don't think about are things like photos um, and then reviews and the role that reviews play in the ranking if it does happen to be a competitive phrase. It really plays a huge role. Uh, When Google gives these results, they're going to prioritize on a few different factors. They're going to prioritize on your location. So how close this place is to you the relevance of it, depending on what you searched, and then also the rankings. A place with higher rankings is inherently going to rank higher on Google. So it's important that you are getting those rankings and those reviews and that you're also replying to reviews. Something that may be a bad review, you can put a positive spin on that and say, hey, you know, we're really sorry. This is not how we usually do things. And um, here's how we're going to make this right. And that can make people feel more comfortable if they feel like they're putting their health in the hands of somebody who's responsible and actually cares. That really carries a lot of weight. Yeah, that is an excellent point, Susie. And a step that so many people miss because they are monitoring all their different social media channels and they just have a lot of input. So it's easy to forget about that. One thing that we've done for clients, and I think an interesting decision that people have to make when they're going down that GMB setup process is deciding if they're going to be creating optimizing and managing listings just for each location, or if they're also going to dig into the next step and actually do it for each physician that works for their location. So what are some tips or some thoughts around how to think about whether you should move on to the physician level, or if you're newer, if you should just stick at the location level? 
I think it's always a good idea to optimize to some degree at the physician level because people really, they don't choose a practice, they choose a doctor and they choose that on recommendations and then things they read on the internet. And if you have a, a patient that has specific needs, maybe they really need somebody with an excellent bedside manner, maybe they're looking for somebody who specializes in something really specific, then that is going to be at the physician level. So it's important to make sure that you're passing that information along. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Excellent point. So if somebody is wanting to get started with search engine optimization, maybe their website sat dormant for the last couple of years, you know, maybe they had something more important they were focused on. (laughs) If now they're ready to kind of like re-embark on the improvement of their rankings, would you recommend that they start at the organic search level as far as website optimizations or GMB? And how should they make that decision of budgeting prioritization? I would recommend that they start with the website optimizations because all of those things will support the GMB listing. Because when you list a service, it's going to have to link to your website and you're going to need to have some backup information. So you want to get your foundation really solid and then get your GMB profile in a place where that supports that content. It's a great recommendation. Last question I have. We have a lot of clients that um, kind of have to go through that decision of should they manage it either themselves or alongside their agency partner directly through the Google interface? Or should I use a third-party tool to be able to manage it? At what point or how many locations do you think it makes sense to be able to start thinking about using a third-party tool? If you have more than two or three locations, or if you're mar- if you're operating in more than one market, I think it's important to start using a third-party tool. Otherwise, it is so easy to get bogged down and you're going to save a lot of time if you just go ahead and use another tool to help you manage that. And you'll much more likely uh, to not miss notifications whenever somebody does leave a review that you have an opportunity to respond to. Absolutely, which is so key. And you just want to make sure that you're continuing to post on GMB. You can do posts to that. A lot of people don't realize that, that it is kind of a microsite with a mini social media aspect. So. It is really important to keep that up to date and you can manage that a lot more easily through third-party tools. You can schedule those posts out if you know that you have, you know, hey, our flu shots will be available on X date. Go ahead and schedule a post out so you don't have to remember it. It's a great way to get things off your plate now and make sure they're still done later. Yeah, I love it. Perfect. Well, Susie, Thank you so much for being on today and talking a little bit about this topic. We've had so many conversations about it uh, with clients and folks, you know, prospects over the last couple of weeks that I think it was good to just talk about it a little bit more in depth. So thank you so much for being on. Um, And for listeners, please remember to subscribe and share and provide some feedback. Let us know what you'd like to hear about in an upcoming episode. Thanks for tuning in. 